Welcome to the Metropolitan UMC Podcast. We are located at 3385 Metropolitan Church Road in Indian Head, Maryland. Our pastor is the Reverend Daryl K. Mason Sr. And now, today's podcast. Let's back up. Amen and amen, amen. So as we go to God's word, I ask that you would turn to the book of Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, sixth chapter, verses one through eight, and I believe about this time the virtual greeters are populating the link, the sermon notes link, you can go there and you can see the scripture, you can see a background, there's a video, and there's some also other, some other links there, there's a connect card, there's a link there to the messenger. So there's a bunch of stuff there that you can go to get more information about Metropolitan. Again, Isaiah, the sixth chapter, verses 1 through 8. And when you have it, can you please type or say amen? Amen. Starting at verse 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on the throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, and with two wings they covered their feet, and with two wings they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and the thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried. I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Verse 6. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it, he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. Then, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Amen. This is the word of God for the people of God. And we shall all say thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. As we go into God's word today to hear his message, we want to come from the thought of alive and in his presence. Alive and in his presence. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you today, Lord. We thank you and we worship you. And Father, we pray that as your message goes forth, that your message will be received and that it will go out among hearts and minds that 
and that it will break hard ground and that it will cause transformations, that, that it will change minds and uh, that, that it will make uh, uh, change hearts from being hard hearts to being soft hearts, receptive to you. Lord, we pray that you would bring us together in a virtual sanctuary. Father, through the miracle of the internet, Lord, you have enabled us to connect with people as far south as Irmo, South Carolina, as far north as Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, as far as California, Texas, uh, Norfolk, Virginia, and even here in Charles County. Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit would be magnified in each physical location to bring us together in one spiritual location. And Father, we pray that we would not only be hearers of your word, but doers of your word. It's in Jesus' name we pray, and all God's people said, amen, amen. Every year they plan a birthday party for little Johnny. Not our Johnny, different Johnny. And the mother would prepare the presents. They do all the decorations and there was the time where they would bring out the birthday cake. As Johnny got older, they would add a candle for each year. Johnny turned 10. Cake is starting to look a little bright. They bring out the cake. It's time to sing happy birthday. They set the cake down on the table. Johnny is looking there at the cake. Happy. He's looking at all the candles, just thinking about how year after year they've added the candle to the cake. And they go to sing happy birthday. Go to sing happy birthday. And they're waiting to the end because everybody knows what Johnny wants to do, right? Johnny's waiting to blow out the candles. But on this 10th birthday, his little brother, Bobby, not our Bobby, we got two, decides that he's going to stick his head in between when it's time to blow out the candles. So he's waiting, happy birthday to you. Johnny takes a big breath. Little Bobby sticks his head up in between and blows all the candles out. Needless to say, Little Johnny is upset. Johnny is upset because he feels that he has been robbed of his birthday wishes. See, see the enemy comes in like a flood. And, and, and we have a fire that's lit in our lives. And there's the, the enemy is always there. They're waiting to extinguish our fire. But, but here's the thing. The, the real blessing in the birthday cake was not the blowing out of the candles, but the amount of years that God has kept Johnny safe. See, because see, see, this is what happens on our birthday. When we get the candles... We're so focused on our wishes. We're so, we're, we're so, we're, I'm going to get to the we're going to blow the candles out. That, that we, for, we forget about the fire that God's put in our life. 
we forget about all the years. See, first, I'm gonna, I, I want to kick this year. We're going to put some um, on, on, on all 28 of my candles. When the cake comes out, Joy, I'm, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to watch him burn for a second. I, I, I need to, I, I just see, because see, it's a reminder of how good God has been to you. You see, it's a reminder of how he's kept burning in your life. Uh, it's, it's a reminder of how that fire has been. So don't be so quick to blow out the candles. Oh, take the time to look at you. Oh, just take look and, and don't don't buy don't buy those don't don't buy don't buy those little number things. Go go buy all the candles. Go buy put all 50 and 60. Load that cake up. Oh, have the see because see that's the fire. That's the blessing that God has had in your life. See, we are so quick to get the I wish. What's I wish? We're so quick to want to do what we want that we will risk blowing out God's blessings, blowing out God's fire in our life just so we can have what we want. So as Isaiah preaches to the people of Israel, so let's just hit the pause button here. Isaiah is addressing a people that have turned away from God. Isaiah is dress, addressing a people that have been brought through time and time and time again. We've heard this before. God has blessed them, delivered them, took you out of captivity, took you over the Jordan River, time and time again. But, but just when things look good, they want to blow out God's fire. And they want to do what they want to do. See, but God is addressing these people because here's the situation. It's a critical situation. They have gone from worshiping God to worshiping idols. This, this is the ultimate in turning your back on God. This is the ultimate slap in the face. And as we read the scripture, Isaiah is in a moment of worship. And he points out how we have to be aware of God's majesty, glory, and honor, and how his spirit dwells in us. The question is, do we want the fire of the Holy Spirit to burn in our lives? Do, 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 we, want, do we want that to burn, burn in our lives? And if so, our exhorter said it earlier, we've got to get in God's presence. We've got to get in God's presence. And when we get in God's presence, we can receive that burning. We can receive that fire and we'll be changed to new, to new people. Verse 1 says this. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high, exalted, seated on the throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Now, I was a little confused, or taken aback, rather. We read different places in the Bible, and they often talk about when people die, or they do genealogies, this person begat this person, this person begat this person. This is nothing that's uncommon to the Bible. But the chapter starts off with, 
in the year that King Uzziah died. Hmm. Well, upon doing a little research, we, we find that the reason this is significant is because the people that Isaiah was writing to knew of King Uzziah. Well, Pastor, who's King Uzziah? Well, King Uzziah was the person that sat on the throne and said, you shall no longer worship the God of Israel. You shall worship idol gods. In fact, King Uzziah went so far as to persecute the people that were worshiping the one and true God of Israel. So when Isaiah wrote this, and when they read that, this is the message that they got. When Isaiah is talking about, he had these visions. He's in the throne. He sees God. Oh, and by the way, King Uzziah is gone. Here's the message, y'all. This is what Isaiah is trying to tell him. That person that was trying to bring your God down. That person that was trying to stop you from worshiping. Oh, guess what? That person is not living anymore. But guess what? God is still alive and well. See, here's the thing. He wants us to know that there is nothing in your life that can keep you away from the love of God. Because when you say, King Uzziah died. See, see when, when they read that, they, they, they had a thought of, oh, I've been released. I, the perse persecution is over. I have freedom. See, when we read the scripture, we don't know where Isaiah is. He has the vision of a temple, but we don't necessarily know that he's in the temple. Why is that important? You see, Isaiah could have been walking along the road. Isaiah could have been on his way to McDonald's. Uh, I, uh, uh, Isaiah could have been on the metro. Uh, see, see, here's the, here's the thing. When he had this vision of worship, he could have been anywhere. Your worship just doesn't have to be in the church. Our lifestyle is a worship. It said he had a, a vision. He had a vision. And when we read the scripture, we see that Isaiah is in awe. God gives him the vision of the heavenly throne, that the angels there, there's smoke. Uh, uh, and see, he, he, he's in awe. See, I, I feel that we, we, all of us, me and y'all, me and y'all, see, we've lost the whole idea of having an awe of who God is. We're no longer mesmerized. Uh, we, we no longer see that he's marvelous. Uh, we, we feel like, oh, if I can read a couple of Bible verses, I can quote a couple of scriptures, I can say, oh, I'm blessed and highly favored, that I understand. Look, the word of God tells us that the little bit of God that you understand uh, is only a little piece. Uh oh, he's so big, he's so marvelous, he's so un understandable. I don't know if that's a word, educators, uh, but, but here's the thing. Uh, we can't even begin to grasp who God is and because of that we placed him in a box we placed him in a place that that we think we can control him or we think that we can ask what we what we feel like he's some type of spiritual sugar daddy 
We have lost our wonder and amazement. But do we see the power in his glory? Do we see God for who he truly is or are we just waiting for him to show up and bless us? You see, King Uzziah tried to shut down the worship. He tried to persecute the people. But Isaiah lets them know Uzziah has died. But God still lives. You see, Uzziah was that thing or that thorn or that peace that was trying to take away the worship of the people of God. You see, see when, when the devil takes your worship, he takes your passion. Listen to this, y'all. When the devil takes your worship, not your money, not your relationships, you see, Satan is after your worship. It's only through your worship that you can get into the presence of God. It's only through your worship that you can feel the fire of the Holy Spirit. You see, we, let me say this again, me and y'all, we, it's me too, we, I gotta say this, I gotta say this, give me a second, I gotta say this the right way. We are happy with just going to church. Well, Pastor, don't you want us to go? Yes, we got to go to church. I, but it's about the worship. We just, we, me and y'all, we just checking boxes. Oh, I'm here. Oh, I sung today. I didn't worship. I was a greeter, but I didn't worship. Here we go. Let's go down my aisle. I preached, but I didn't worship. See, if Satan knows that if we're cut off from worship, we won't be changed. If we're cut off from worship, we won't be new people. If we're cut off from worship, we can't see the face of God. So he's after your worship. And we make excuses. And now, oh, well, what I got, this is going on. and This is not happening. I'm not happy about that. Oh, okay, look, look. So let's go to Habakkuk. We're going to go to Habakkuk. Let's see, because... We don't even like to, to even read the book of Habakkuk. I don't read a lot, but look, Habakkuk got something important to say. Habakkuk, what's Habakkuk got to say? Habakkuk 3.17-18 through 18 says this. Though the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vine. Listen, this is pretty bad. Though the olive crops fail, and the fields produce no food. Listen, though, listen there, there, there's no food in the pantry. Uh, 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 Safeways closed down. Uh, we can't get no toilet paper. Uh, we can't get no Clorox wipes. Y'all remember, oh, we couldn't find no food in the store. Uh, though there are no sheep in the pen, though there are no, no cattle. This is what Habakkuk says. I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. That's the type of worship that God is looking for. That's the type of worship. That's the type of worship. That we that call ourselves people of God should be striving for. Verse 3 says, referring to the angels, 
And they were calling to one another. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. Then we go to verse five. This is what Isaiah says. So Isaiah is seeing this vision of heaven, of God's throne. And at that point, he realizes how unworthy he is. He realizes how teeny, tiny, tiny, tiny he is. He looks, even though he's a prophet, even though he's been preaching the word of God, he, he sees that his lips are still unclean. He still sees that, that he is a person that's not worthy. And this is what he says. Isaiah says, woe to me, I cried. He says, for I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among people of unclean lips. Hey, that's who we are. We're just dirty people living amongst dirty people. We're the blind leading the blind. We, 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 are, we are people that are unable to make it. We're, we're trying to help somebody get up, and we're on the ground. You see, see but we can't get up without the help of God. We're unable to function without the help of God. And see, this, this is what Isaiah realizes. He, 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 he realizes, hey, all this time I've been functioning and I've been preaching. I've been, I've been telling uh, uh, people about God. But when I look at myself, I realize that I'm ruined. But when? We get in God's presence. When we get in God's present presence, his word is revealed in our lives. See, it's not enough to just read the Bible. I didn't say don't read the Bible. Listen to what I said now. <laughs> it's not enough. Because anybody can read the Bible. Anybody can be a biblical scholar. But it comes when you read God's word, you get in God's presence, and God reveals to you what it means in your life. It is in worship that God's word is revealed in our life and that we become changed. It is through that revelation that we become transformed. So I say to you, our walk of worship is not just between 10 a.m. and 11.02 on Sunday. Our worship walk is daily. Our worship walk is when we at the KFC line and they taking too long to come. To take your water. Uh, uh, our worship life is that when you're on 95. Oh, and, and, and you might be speeding a little bit. And, and somebody cuts you off. And you say, oh, bless the Lord, oh, my soul. And all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Oh, I know that's what you're saying. It's about our walk. You see, when we show up on Sunday. It's, uh, see, when we show up on Sunday. 
This is our time to celebrate about all the worship that happened during the other six days. Uh, when we show up on Sunday, it's time for praise reports. It's time to share. So if you wait until Sunday to get your praise on, you're going to be mighty empty. Oh, we got to get a praise on on Monday. We got to get a praise in on Tuesday. We got to get a praise in on Wednesday. We got to get a praise in on Thursday after you log in to Bible study at 7 o'clock this Thursday. Oh, we got to get a praise on every day. Oh, oh, worship. You see, the enemy is trying to keep you away from worship. Daily walk. See, it is in this journey through, of worship that we learn how to forgive and be forgiven. It, it, it is through this journey of worship that we learn how to confess our sins and to be able to allow God to change us when he makes us aware of where we're off track. It is through this daily walk of worship that we can be thankful and grateful about how God has blessed us. Somebody's saying, Pastor, I'm doing all this. I'm doing this. I'm serving here. This is what I'm saying. Pastor, I'm doing this. I am serving on this committee. I'm doing all this, Pastor. I am a pastor myself, and I'm preaching every Sunday. Uh, pastor, I'm doing all this. I am serving on the media team. I'm, 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 I'm doing all this, but I don't see a change. That's a problem, because you're doing it. But, but because you're doing it. Whatever we do, whether it's preach, play, sing, make a hamburger at Five Guys, uh, uh, sit in a government job, uh, work for uh, DOJ, run for president. You have to do it all in the name of the Lord. Whatever you do, yes, you're walking, you're serving, you're doing, but, 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 but the scripture says, uh, by my might and by my power, says the spirit of the Lord. See, it's about the spirit of the Lord working out. That's what it's about. And God has called us to rely on his strength, rely on his power, and rely on the spirit of God to work in his kingdom. So he says, go ye, therefore, and what? Teach. Two things. In your singing, in your preaching, in your making a hamburger, in your being on a government job, ultimately our goal, where the God says, go ye, therefore, and teach all nations and baptize. See, when we get to the end of the scripture, it says, Lord, here I am. Send me. God is sending all of us. He, 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 he's sending us to make disciples, passionate Christians. 
making disciples for Christ. Passionate Christians. You see, you don't have any passion if, if you don't have the Holy Ghost. You don't have any fire if you don't have the Holy Ghost. You, I'm going to say that again. We got time. We're not 11 o'clock. You don't have any passion if you're not in the presence of God. Uh, you don't have any passion if you're not doing any worship. You don't have any passion if you're wasting your time talking about people and gossiping. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. that I don't. But, 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 but. Oh, can you be grateful about something? Can you thank God about something? And if you see something that's broke, oh, how about coming to fix it? How about speaking some? Oh, how about stop gossiping and get on your knees and pray that God changes Go teach and baptize. And in your way, I'm going to go back here again. I, I want y'all to get this. And where you travel, on your job, whatever you do, you're going to encounter people along the way. They're going to see the Holy Ghost fire in your life. They're going to say, hey, what, why, are you all, why are you happy all the time? Why, why? Our boss just came up and just cussed us out. And you went over to your cubicle and put on Kirk Franklin and stopped praising God. It's, it, you're, you're so strange. It, you see, the word of God tells us that, that we are peculiar people. See, we do things, we, 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 we do things differently. See, when, when, when you worship, you're changed. You become a different person. And what happens is as you become a different person, that fire burns inside you. That fire burns inside you and, and it becomes infectious. Verse 6 says this. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal. That means hot. I don't, <clears throat> I stopped cooking with coals years ago. And I almost burnt my backyard down. If you've ever tried to cook with coals, see, if you have a gas grill, see, because it's joy out. I had, a, I had a coal grill, and see, I was in the military, and I got promoted from E4 to E5. That's like a $100 raise. So I thought I was somebody. Got me an extra $100, first lady. E4 to E5, that's a good one. So I went out, got me a gas grill. But before that, I had a coal grill. And it's something about the coal grill that... It's different than gas grill. See, with the gas grill, show up, turn it on, turn it off. But with the coal, it takes, takes a long time to get it started. First thing you got to do, get the coals, you got to gather them all together. See, because you can't cook just one coal. <laughs> Uh, you see, you see, you see, oh, oh what you talking about? Oh, you see, when we're in ministry, oh, oh, oh we, we, we can't cook uh, if we're not working together. Uh, 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 there's no gonna, there's gonna be no fire in the church if we all backbiting each other. We're not together. Oh, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like this song. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, we gotta come together. The coals, uh, uh, they, they, they gotta be together. But, but then, if you put a match, now I know there's some people out there, y'all fact checkers, I know they have coals you can light with a match. I'm not, I didn't have them. I couldn't afford those coals. I had to get the ones that was on sale at Food Line. They weren't matched like budget. 
Because on the budget, on the budget. Then you have to buy some lighter fluid. Put some lighter fluid on. Then, listen, you got to let it soak. Jordan, you still can't light it. Still can't light it. Because I was trying, oh, I called my daddy. Y'all know, call me. These, not, these drill is not light. Boy, I told you to go ahead and get a gas grill. I'll see you in the Daddy, I got to, can you help me with the? So, the lighter fluid has to sit on it. But then you light it. And then one coal gets another coal hot. All you have to do is light one. And then that coal gets another one hot. And then that another coal uh, uh, gets another one hot. You see, when we come together and worship, oh, when I start praising the Lord, then First Lady starts praying the Lord. Then Brother Jordan starts praying the Lord. Then Brother Johnny starts praying the Lord. Then the other Johnny starts praying the Lord. And then Brother Kane starts running around in the fellowship hall. And then after a while, we're all giving God the praise. Something about those cold. But actually, y'all, I'm a little off track here. I'm a little off track. See, so it gets the cold. You see, here's the thing. A gas grill, you go to turn it off. It's blue. It's off. But once those coals get hot, oh, they stay hot. Uh, uh, you, 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 you have to leave, you have to go off and set them off to the side. Uh, uh, go get a, uh, but, but here's the thing. When you're cold hot, you're burning for the Lord. You're burning on the inside. And we, we are all hot like coals for the Lord. The church is burning. The body of Christ is burning. And guess what? We are cooking. We are cooking. And we are cooking. But the angel brings that coal and touches the lips of Isaiah. And see, this is a demonstration of a burning. Demonstration of a burning. And after Isaiah receives the burning, listen to me. Now keep in mind, let, let's, let me rewind. I got five minutes. Let me rewind. Isaiah had confessed his sin. Isaiah had said, I'm dirty, and I live among dirty people. But after the burning, this is what he says. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Sometimes you're not going to hear God's voice until you've gone through some burning. That's why it says, then I heard the voice. It was at that point. Because before, even though he was preaching, even though he was sharing God's word, he still wasn't hearing his voice. I don't care how long you've been working in ministry. I don't care how I know you've been doing it for years. 
I know you're preaching. I know you're playing the organ. I know you're doing all this stuff. But do you hear the voice of the Lord in your life? Have you gone through that burning? Have you gotten in God's presence? Through worship. So that the Holy Spirit can burn. On the inside, rewind, 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 rewind. We're going back to Resurrection Day. Remember, rem- I, I got to go back here. Re- remember Mary at the tomb? Remember Mary only heard Jesus because of where she had been prior to the tomb. She's at the cross. Remember, she was postured in that position. But today I'm adding, see, uh, you have to be postured and positioned, but you also have to have the Holy Spirit in your life, burning and working on your life so that you can hear the voice of the Lord. You see, through this burning process, God will expose the bad things in your life. But here's the thing. He will expose them, but he will take them away. It's through the burning that we're able to hear the voice of the Lord. It's through the burning that we can receive forgiveness. It's through the burning that we can receive sanctification. It is through the burning away that God reveals the truth about who we are. Many times we can only speak after the coals have touched our lips and when that happens it would take something of our lives uh, uh, the worthless the worthlessness in our lives and turn it into something useful well little Johnny had an 11th birthday and he had remembered but forgotten what was going on, what happened last time. But Mama, remember how upset little Johnny was. So same thing. Here's the decorations, 11th birthday. They're coming out. Happy birthday to you. And Johnny's sitting there. Bob, Bob is still there because he, he, he loves his little brother. See, what he's saying is, this is what he's saying in the ring. He better not try to do that again. That's what he's saying. I, oh, I, I know he's not going to do that again. Happy birthday to you. Set the kink down. Okay, little Johnny, make a wish and blow out the candles. And just like the year before, little Bobby sticks his head and proceeds to blow out the candles. But this time, the candles won't blow out. When he blows on the candles, they just pop back up. They're still lighting. He's blowing and and just, man, what you doing? And so Johnny begins to blow on the candles. He blows. They jumped and, and they popped up. See, 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 mama knew her child. She knew that little Bobby, not our Bobbies, but the other Bobby, he was just as bad as the days were long. 
uh, she, she, she knew that, that he was going to be up. You see, you see, God knows that the enemy is in your life. See, God knows that the enemy is going to be there. So, so he's put fire uh, 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 that you can't extinguish. Well, somebody said, well, Pastor, how, how, does that, how, what, 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 how does that happen? How is it that you can blow on a candle and then not be extinguished? Well, I figured I'd do a little research. Uh, and see, what I found out was uh, that, you see, that there's uh, regular candles and there's uh, no blowout candles. You see, on a regular candle, see, a candle is made of the stuff that is burned. So in other words, when you light a candle, the thing that makes up the candle is the thing that will burn. And what happens is when you blow out the candle, the temperature is reduced and then it's gone. But with the quote unquote ever lighting candles, there's an ingredient that they add. That ingredient is called magnesium. And magnesium is an ingredient that when you blow on it, uh, it's not enough to cause the flame to go out. The flame just pop backs up. Oh, but I said to the Lord, how am I going to uh, get people to understand how magnesium works in your life? So I was like, magnesium, magnesium, magnesium. Lord, what am I going to tell the people on Sunday? Oh, he says, oh, don't tell the people about magnesium. He said, tell the people this. Oh, magnesium magnify the Lord. Let us exalt his name forever. You don't need no magnesium, but what you need to do is magnify the Lord. Oh, when you go into worship, oh, if you take the time to worship and praise, oh, you don't have to worry about the enemy blowing your light out because when he flows in to blow that light out, all you got to say is, oh, magnify the Lord. Oh, let us exalt his name together and your fire will begin to burn, your fire will keep on burning, and you will be alive in his presence. Let the people of God say amen. Maybe there's somebody that's listening now. And you feel, you, you feel like that your Holy Spirit life has been blown out. But I'm here to let you know that God has placed worship in our lives so that we can continue to be refreshed and renewed. But we, but we have to get into God's presence on a daily basis. So right now, I want to share with you, tell you about a man named Jesus. For God sent Jesus down through, as they say, 40 and two generations, many generations, to be born in a manger and to walk on this earth and to die for our sins. So we offer Christ to you today. And if you don't know the Lord, we want to offer Christ to you today. So if you don't know the Lord at this time, I ask that you would pray with me. We're going to pray the sinner's prayer. We're going to pray that you ask the Lord to come into your heart. And that you would allow him to be your Lord Savior. So let us pray. Dear God, for so long I've kept you out of my life. No longer will I close the door when I hear you knocking. 
I believe you are the son of God who died on the cross for my sins and that on the third day you rose from the dead. Right now, I confess that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I will follow him from this day forward. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer, you just gave your life to Christ. So we ask that you would continue to connect with us. Continue to log on to Facebook and Zoom as you continue your walk in the Lord. And at some point, when the doors of the church open, we invite you to come out and worship with us in person. And after we get past COVID-19, we pray that you would connect with the fellowship near you so that you can continue to grow in your walk with the Lord. Amen. We ask that you would listen now as the Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information about our church and ministries, please visit us at www.metroumcindianhead.com. Until next time, peace and blessings.